Good evening to everyone and a blessed beginning of the Lenten season to all of you. Welcome to Sacred Heart. Uh, two um, housekeeping things at the beginning uh, of this. Um, so first of all, to any visitors who are here, welcome. Immediately after the homily, I will go over and I will bless the ashes and then everyone is invited to come forward to receive ash. At that time, we'll use the, follow the communion lines. Uh, basically, you come forward. And uh, you don't need to be a Catholic to receive ashes. You don't have to be a certain age. So anyone that wants to receive ashes, it's just uh, it, it's a special blessing as we mark the beginning of the Lenten season. So everyone's invited to come forward to receive ashes. If you have a child, unless you guard their forehead, we're going to put ashes on them too. So just, just be aware. Um, later in the Mass, though, we will also have the reception of Holy Communion. Uh, that, uh, for that, only Catholics who regularly practice their faith and are properly disposed can receive Holy Communion. If you are not Catholic or you're not regularly disposed, let's use the Lenten season to become Catholic, okay? You just call the office, we'll waive all the entrance fees. Um, second thing. Uh, even though most of the day is already spent, um, today is what is referred to as a day of precept in the church, meaning that there are morally obligatory penances that are required for certain groups of people who are Catholic. For everyone 14 years or older, today is a day of obligatory abstinence from meat and meat products, 14 years and older. For anyone between the ages of 18 and 59, inclusive, today is a day of obligatory fasting, meaning at most three meals, two of those meals, when added together, cannot equal the third meal, which is a regular size meal, none of which can have meat. So um, for those groups uh, that are Catholic that fit into that, that's fasting and abstinence. Um, Gentlemen in the congregation, um, this is probably going to be the cheapest date for the women in your lives. <laughs> because you care about their souls, you will say, I can't buy you meat, I won't buy you alcohol, we won't have dessert, and the meal must be small. That's how much I love you. <laughs> um, it's wonderful, so just ride that Valentine's wave. Um, but. Uh, Flowers are not fall, fall into this, so you can be super extravagant in the flowers that you purchase. So I just wanted to, to, to make clear the, the disciplines that are, are, uh, the church imposes upon us, uh, and it's a joy to receive that, these disciplines as we begin the season of Lent. I want to make three small points as my homily. First, uh, first point is the purpose of the season of Lent. Unless we understand the purpose of what we're doing and why we're doing it, adopting penances, giving up meat on certain days, all the things that we do for Lent, wearing ashes, makes no sense. It's just cultural, ritual, and pointless. The purpose of Lent is very simple. 40 days in preparation for Easter, given over to striving to become a better friend of Christ. That means 
repentance, giving up the one thing that keeps us from that friendship, sin, that's the work of repentance, acknowledging sin, sorrow for sin, and then conversion, the changing of our life to be closer to Christ on His terms, not on our terms. Repentance and conversion. That's the whole purpose of Lent. Remember that. Because as you set out on this journey, everything that you do, say, or think about as it relates to, to Lent should lead back to that purpose. If it is not accomplishing the purpose of helping you grow closer to Christ, you don't need to do it. So this leads to the second thing. Having that purpose in mind, we heard today in the Gospel, and I encourage you to go back and reread it, in the tradition, the Christian tradition, in order to accomplish the work of repentance from sin and conversion to Christ to grow in friendship with Him, Christ Himself gives us the three practices of the Lenten season. Prayer, which is more time in conversation with God. Fasting, refraining from things, even good things in our life, to clear up more space in our lives for God by doing mortification. And almsgiving, generosity in time, talent, and treasure. And not just from our excess, but even to the point of giving from our need, being generous, growing in humility and charity towards others, because that brings us closer to God. Prayer, fasting, and almsgiving. And to all of you, brothers and sisters, again, our focus is, I want to repent and convert. I want to be a closer friend of Jesus by Easter because of the things I undertake on Ash Wednesday, today. Have that in mind. You should have a discipline or an undertaking in each of those three categories. And if someone were to come up and ask you, what are you doing or giving up for Lent, you should be able to say, when it comes to prayer, this is what I'm doing. Fasting, this is what I'm doing. Almsgiving, this is what I'm doing. And how does each of those things relate back to the purpose of the Lenten season? Becoming a closer friend of Jesus. I am doing this prayer because it will help me become a closer friend of Jesus. I am giving up this thing or activity as my fast because it will help me grow closer to Jesus. I am giving away this amount of money or this amount of time or this use of my talents because it will help me grow closer to Jesus. Everything is a tightly wrapped package oriented towards greater love of God. And if we have these things in mind, brothers and sisters, Lent is not just going to be another, oh shoot, we can't eat meat on Fridays, and um, you know the priest is wearing purple again. It's all about the journey home to heaven by growing in love of Jesus. Third point, if you do reread the gospel or if you were listening to the deacon when he proclaimed it, the first thing that Jesus said, and he repeats it over and over again, when you undertake disciplines in the life of faith, do not make it about yourself. Don't make it super public. So what do we do today? In order to listen to Jesus' words, we smear dirt on our foreheads, and then we leave, right? A super public act of discipline. It seems almost disobedient to what Jesus says. It's not. The use of ashes as an outward sign of inner repentance is an ancient symbol from the Scriptures. This was done over and over again in the Old Testament. 
and in the New Testament and down through the Christian ages. The putting of ashes to reflect what was going on inside. So brothers and sisters, if you do come forward to receive ash and it's all about making, letting everyone know how great and holy you are and you're really awesome because you went to church and got ashes, don't bother. Let me save you time. It's not about pride. However, if you approach and then seek to let the outward sign of what is on your forehead reflect the inward commitment to conversion and repentance, then God bless you. Have a blessed Lent. And praise be Jesus Christ now and forever.